again, welcome back to Indian Creek Baptist Church for our uh, Sunday night service as we're going through the Gospel of John, looking at the life of Christ and all that it has for us. Last week, we briefly looked at um, John's last words with Nicodemus as he, uh, or sorry, Jesus' last words with Nicodemus. Um, at their evening meeting uh, as he's trying to explain to Nicodemus all of the things that have to do with salvation and uh, we, we know that Nicodemus still went away with questions we don't see Nicodemus again actually speak to Jesus face to face in the Gospel of John we see him defending Christ um, to the Sanhedrin here in a couple of chapters but we don't know that uh, Christ ever again actually spoke with Nicodemus face to face. So today we're going to be in. We're going to try and finish up John chapter three. Yeah, we're going to try and finish up John chapter three, and uh, we're going to get reintroduced uh, to John the Baptist and uh, take another look at some of the things in his life and and how they should affect ours. So, John chapter three and verse number twenty-two is where we're going to start. The Bible says, After these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea, and there he tarried with them and baptized. And John also was baptizing in Anon near to Salem, because there was much water there, and they came and were baptized. For John was not yet cast into prison. Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizeth, and all men come to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Ye yourselves bear witness that I said I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly. Because of the bridegroom's voice, this my joy therefore is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly, and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And what he hath seen and heard, that he testifieth, and no man receiveth his testimony. He that hath received his testimony hath set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God hath sent speaketh the words of God, for God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Let's pray. Father God, I pray that you would speak to our hearts tonight. I pray that you would open our ears and that we would hear your truth. Lord, that they wouldn't just hear my words but they would hear the truth, that He would speak through me. Lord, that that truth would enter our hearts and it would change us, it would grow in us, and it would mold us and shape us into the men and women that You'd have us to be. So Lord, please be with us tonight. Speak to us. We love You and we thank You. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, as we see, uh, Christ is finishing up talking to Nicodemus. He left him uh, in verse number... 20 with for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light neither cometh to the light lest his deeds should be reproved uh, these are the last words that Christ are recorded is recorded to have spoken to Nicodemus 
And there's some heavy words. Uh, things that, that Nicodemus really has to go and think on. And then Jesus has his tendency. Uh, I'm sorry, verse number 21 are his last words. Um, but he that doeth, that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Christ, after his uh, last words, as his tendency is, he never stayed in one place for very long. He moves on, and he travels to Judea, and uh, there he tarries, and, and he begins to baptize. And then it skips ahead to John, who is also in Anon, near Salem, uh, and John is baptizing. John is continuing. Um, <clears throat> Anon is the Hebrew word for springs. Um, the belief is that this is a set of springs near Beth Sheehan. And uh, there's a lot of water there. So John is still doing what he's supposed to... What He's still being John. He's going through. He's uh, still preaching repentance. He's still uh, obeying the command that God has given him. Even though... He has baptized Jesus Christ and helped him begin his earthly ministry. John is not slowing down with what he was told to do. He is continuing. Um, he is still just following God. And this is a, a great example for us as Christians. Um, Christians don't retire. Uh, preachers, over and over again, you see a preacher that uh, decides it's time to be done, and, and many of them rightfully uh, there are many of them that should have been done 10 or 15 years before that. But uh, then they go into evangelism or they go into some other uh, form of full-time ministry uh, because they understand that if they retire, as we talked about this morning, if they retire and stop doing the things that they know they're supposed to do, then that's an easy way for them to begin to fall backwards and to slide, to slide into apostasy and to uh, get out of the will of God. So... A Christian was never desi designed to retire. We were designed to uh, redirect. And God works uh, through John. He just continues on. And, and he's uh, continuing to preach. But now he has physically someone to point at. Uh, this isn't just uh, prophecy of what's coming. He can point and say, this is, this is the one. This is him. So let's take a look at John's sermon. John, as he's asked the question in uh, verse number 25, then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizeth, and all men come to him. Uh, they are making a statement. They're trying to, to get a reaction out of John. And, and uh, most people in this case would... I feel be prideful and would, uh, would be wanting to take back what was, right, what was theirs. Um, but now John, as he has always done in his humility, just continues to point to Christ. He answers and said, Except a man, rec or a man rec can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. There's a cause and effect here. Um, it'll come later here too as he goes into verse number 30 he says I, he must increase but I must decrease John has finished his role or he's getting ready to finish his race we know uh, from our previous experience and probably having read ahead in the book and we know from verse number 
verse number 24, that John is going to be cast into prison. We know that he was uh, beheaded uh, by Herod, and, and uh, his head was brought to Herod's daughter in a charger, by Herod's daughter into a charger to him. And, or, anyway, I messed up that story. But we know that John goes to prison, and John is, is beheaded, and uh, his time here on earth is done. But we also know that he continued all the way through. He, he continued steadfastly uh, proclaiming the word of God. But we see this cause and effect here, that uh, John is, is humbling himself and exalting Christ. And that through all of that, God exalts him uh, as we go through. And uh, you know, Jesus tells, talks of John the Baptist often and uh, loved him very much. And God has used John the Baptist for years, hundreds of thousands of years, to uh, proclaim his truth, even through the written word. But we also see in this message that we need to know and understand our role. Um, John knew in verse number 29, he says, He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. John knew that it wasn't, he wasn't the bridegroom. He knew, he said over and over again, that I am not the Christ. And he was perfectly content being the herald, being the one that, that is pointing to Christ. He was content. As we talked about this morning in the book of Judges, uh, Israel was not content with the Lord. Uh, Israel Aksa, uh, Caleb's daughter, was not content with the land that she was given and she begged for different land. And Israel was not content with just following the God that had done so much for them, that had brought them out of Egypt and taken them through the wilderness and done so many miracles and provided and fed and cared for them that they had to go seek the worship of other gods. That even today, they're still seeking the worship. Uh, they're seeking other gods. They're, they're worshiping a false god by not recognizing their Messiah, Jesus Christ. We as Christians need to know our role. Our role is, as John the Baptist was, to herald the coming of the Lord. Not the first coming, that when he came as a virgin, came from a virgin as a baby, but to herald his second coming. That he will, this second time, come and rule and reign as king and place everyone under his rule, that, that he will remove all sin and all, all evil from this world. Um, we need to know our role. John not only knew his role, but he knew his position. He knew that he was the bridegroom's friend. He was the best man. And as that best man, as that bridegroom's friend, again, his role was to prop up the bridegroom to prop up the Lord his position he knew was below Christ that he knew that he was going I don't know that he knew that he was going to go to prison and he was going to die in prison but he knew that he was going to suffer he knew that he was uh, going to spend his time in the wilderness and not be afforded the comfort of a, a nice bed we, we went to Arkansas and we always dread uh, going other places. We loved it when we were in the trailer because we would just pull the trailer and we'd have our bed there and be comfortable. And even though we we're in a small space, we're still very comfortable. But 
Um, neither one of us slept very well on the bed down there because it's just, it's a brand new mattress, but it's just not our mattress. It's not our home. And, uh, I froze. Her air conditioning works great. <laughs> so I froze, I froze the whole time we were down there. Um, but it, it was just, it was weird. I, I knew that going down there. I don't even know why, how I got here. Oh, spending time in the wilderness. Uh, he knew that he was not going to have uh, the comforts of a nice home and, and that he was going to be sleeping under the stars and, and eating whatever he could forage and, and all those things. And, and he was okay with that. Again, he was content. He was willing to live the way that God wanted him to live. We need to know our position. Our position in Christ as Christians is we're saved. We are clothed in his righteousness we are on our way to heaven we've punched our ticket off of our our one-way train to hell and we are now bound for heaven we need to be comfortable and content in that position we also need to understand that as as christians we are god's children and god is a our loving father cares for us he allows things to come into our life as he's done with jonah as he does with paul as he does with job as he does with all of these men, he allows things to come into our life to teach us, to grow us. So we need to be comfortable in the position that we're his children. And we need to get right and learn from what God has from us and not get bitter against God. Um, that, that is something that we struggle with so often. Um, there are so many men that, that just, uh, men and women, that something will happen and, and they'll... They'll get bitter with God because God allowed this into their life and they'll get away from the Lord. And then the devil's won. But for us, we need to understand our position, that we are a child of God, that God will never, as our, our uh, discipleship lesson says, our, our Heavenly Father will never do anything to purposely hurt us. He does all of things for good. Romans 8, 28. Uh, all... Sorry, I am, I'm a bit scattered right now. Uh, and we know all that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. All things. Um, that little three-letter word completely changes our view on God and changes our uh, the way we should interact with Him. And then we have an echo. Um, this is one of those times in the Bible where uh, Christ has been saying something and, and he's been teaching something in one area and then we go to another area and we have another character that was not there listening to Christ's teaching and yet he says the exact same thing. In verse number 36, or I'll start in verse number 35, The Father loveth the Son and hath given all things into his hand he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not on the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth in him. You know, verse number 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Verse number 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse number 17, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. 
In verse number 18, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. John the Baptist wasn't there during Christ's conversation with Nicodemus. But he is, through God, through the inspiration of God, he is repeating the exact same things. And through that inspiration, John the Beloved, John the Apostle, is recording it for us so that we have it forever. That is the goal for our life. Uh, again, we are, he must increase, but I must decrease. We are to proclaim and testify. Um, in verse number 31, he that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly. He speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And what he hath seen and heard, that he testifieth. When we are saved, we become a new creature. We, our soul is revived. It is, be, it is made alive. That quickening comes from above. So now we are to speak of the things of heaven. We are, our conversation, our way of life, everything that we do should point to God. We should be echoing what we know, what we've heard, what we've seen. Just as, again, back in... Christ's conversation with Nicodemus. Um, verse number 11, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. We understand that there are going to be those that don't, that don't care, that don't want to hear what we have to say. I've had several uh, people that I've witnessed to that just, they don't want to hear it. They, they are okay with where they're at. They're okay with the chance they're taking. And it's unfortunate but it's not up to us to make them get saved. It's up to us to tell them how to get saved. And it's up to them to make that decision. So we must continue. John the Baptist, his time didn't stop when Jesus was baptized and, and God came down and, and sent the dove and said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Uh, John's time didn't stop there. He continues through his death, uh, until his death, pointing out, uh, seeking to get Israel and the world to repent and turn to God. And he continues to point out the causes and effects in our world that in order for Christ to increase, we must decrease. In order uh, for anything to be given to us, it has to be given to us from heaven. Verse number 27 is, is very interesting to me. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. You know, so many uh, people spend their life working and, and uh, earning and, and gaining and doing all these things thinking they're doing it. Thinking it's their power, it's their, their might, their will that's making this happen. And it's not. It's, it's God's will. Everything that we... Uh, accomplish is given to us by God. Everything that we have is given to us by God because it's all God's. Even the lost world, everything that they have belongs to God. God is the creator of this world. So uh, we have to understand and, and show that cause, that effect, that uh, it all comes from God and, and help people to understand God's position. And I'm really sorry that I am so scattered today, but um, 
we just have to continue. We're getting ready to close out chapter 3 and uh, get into chapter 4 and we're going to see some more miracles from Christ and uh, we're going to see John go to prison and, and we're going to see a lot of things in the next coming weeks. But as we go through this week, as we continue on, we need to understand and we need to focus on just being what God wants us to be. On proclaiming His truth, proclaiming His word uh, at every opportunity and living in a way uh, that seeks to glorify and honor God. Uh, letting Him uh, choose and guide in every aspect of our life. 